welcome to the Dissolving Fear podcast, where fear is normal and helpful at times, but it doesn't need to block us from our dreams and desires. This is the Monday moment, where we take a moment to prepare ourselves for the week ahead in two ways. First, I'll guide you through an exercise to relieve anxiety and dissolve fear in your body. Today's exercise is a breathing practice that Dr. Andrew Huberman talks about on his popular podcast, The Huberman Lab Podcast. At the end of this episode, I'll offer a few tips on ways to nurture yourself this week and maximize your potential. It's going to be a fun, helpful episode. This is the Monday Moment on the Dissolving Fear Podcast. Thanks for listening. Humans are like houseplants with emotions. We have six basic emotions to be exact. A houseplant that receives sunlight and water will grow. Likewise, a person who receives support will grow and thrive. When we feel anxiety, one way we can nurture and support ourselves, both physically and emotionally, all at once, is by using this week's fear-dissolving exercise called the physiological sigh. I was introduced to the physiological sigh while listening to Dr. Andrew Huberman's podcast. Dr. Huberman is a researcher at Stanford University who specializes in looking good in black shirts. Oh, excuse me, I meant to say looking great in black shirts. Oh my gosh, I'm getting off track joking about how handsome he is. What I'm trying to say is... This week's breathing exercise is from Dr. Huberman, a neuroscientist and researcher at Stanford University who specializes in brain development and offers science-based wellness advice for a happier, healthier life. He's so easy on the eyes and full of facts. It's true. He's the hottest scientist to ever host a podcast. And his podcast covers topics like reducing anxiety, boosting focus, staying healthy, sleeping well, and basically all of the important aspects of feeling happy and whole. Someday I'll invite him onto this podcast to discuss his well-researched, evidence-based self-care advice. There are scientifically proven reasons the physiological side works to ease stress and anxiety. I'm just going to tell you how it works. Here's what you do. You take a full inhalation in through your nose, and when your lungs feel full, you inhale again through your nose. Trust me, there's room in your lungs for more air, especially in the back and in the sides of your body and in your belly. So you take those two breaths in through your nose, and then you exhale through your mouth. You don't need to hold your breath, just let the air out and exhale through your lips like you're blowing out candles on a cake. Exhale completely, take your time, let go, and relax. Try the physiological sigh a few times. I hope it gives you a sense of calm and relief. Try it anytime you want to feel relief from tension in your body and mind. It's a wonderful go-to practice when you're in the midst of a stressful situation and you want to calm down and regulate your emotions.
For 10 years now, I've been coaching children toward healthy thoughts, behaviors, and toward easy methods of coping with anxiety. I've been called a resilience coach, an emotion coach, a behavior coach. I do it all, and I work with children and adolescents and some adults. One thing is for certain. When a child improves his or her thoughts and mindset, I see an improvement in their behavior. Likewise, when a child learns ways to regulate his or her emotions, they use their skills to help themselves cope with anxiety in healthy ways. They put those skills to use. Children want to recognize, accept, share, and regulate their emotions. We use breathing exercises a lot to regulate our bodies after a flood of emotions or during a stressful time. You may have heard the expression, Never in the history of calming down has anyone calmed down by being told to calm down. And this is so true for children and adults. So I don't tell kids, hey, calm down and do the physiological sigh with me. No way. The physics and logic of what sigh? They have no idea what I'm talking about. So what works best with children is co-regulating with them and having fun. So I say, hey, imagine I have a yummy birthday cake in my hands. Smell the cake, get a good whiff, smell it twice. Now blow out the candles. Good job. And that's how I get it done. I coach kids through the physiological sigh with my pretend birthday cake. So if that birthday cake story helps you remember how to do the physiological sigh, then great. That was the point of the story. Do the physiological sigh. Practice it a few times every single day. Make a habit out of it. It is a great way to get calm and get back to feeling relief and well-being during a stressful situation. If you are a parent, try the birthday cake game with your child. It's a playful version of the physiological sigh. I just described it. You can use it anytime. Use it before your child gets super upset. Try it out and practice it when they're calm. It can be a fun game. It can be a way to bond with your child. It can become a familiar, healthy, go-to activity that you can offer your kids when they do get upset. So often, children get worked up and they desperately want to calm down, but in the moment when they're all worked up, they can't think of a way to calm down because they're not thinking straight when they're upset. They go into fight, flight, or freeze, and we can all get to that point of fight or flight. Reactive behavior when we're emotional and fearful. My children are 7 and 10. So I understand how little people can get overwhelmed with big emotions. Whether you're a parent or not, try out the physiological sigh, the birthday cake game, and use it often. If you Google Dr. Andrew Huberman physiological sigh, you'll find a short three-minute YouTube video where he demonstrates the physiological sigh, and he demonstrates how good he looks in his signature black shirt. I recently heard he has a bunch of tattoos under there. Even if he's totally not your type, everyone out there can ben benefit from his demonstration of the physiological sigh. 
It's a wonderful way to quickly de-escalate fear and anxiety while it's on the rise in your body, while you're in the midst of a stressful situation. I use it a lot personally when I'm triggered, and I use it as a resilience coach for kids. Now, let's transition to some tips on nurturing yourself and maximizing your potential this week. The self-care tip I have for you this week is, it's actually threefold, very easy, drink more water, eat more fruit, and be independent. What do I mean by that? Focus on setting healthy boundaries this week. If you've outgrown a person or a place, you can walk away. In this case, you are not just a houseplant with emotions. You're not a plant or a tree. If you don't like where you are, move. You're not as trapped as you might think in life. You're not rooted in helplessness. You're not tied down. You've got legs. You've got freedom. Trust and rely on yourself this week and see how it feels. Reflect on ways you can meet your own needs and feel some satisfaction and confidence as a result. Sometimes we run around taking a poll of public opinion from friends, family, and co-workers before we make a decision. There's nothing wrong with that because we want to make the best decision possible with the best information we have at the time. But remember to balance all the input from the outside world and all the noise with some alone time, some quiet time with your intuition and your inner compass. Only you know your deepest desires. Only you have a unique source of information to tap into, your intuition, your personal experience, your preferences, opinions, and feelings. All of those things matter. Independence means honoring your internal compass rather than people-pleasing or asking someone for directions to a place they've never been. Choose mentors and advisors who've been where you want to go. Choose who you get advice from carefully. Independence helps us realize why we do what we do. So connect with yourself this week and see what happens. One more coaching tip. To maximize your potential this week, tap into your creativity. Think outside the box, stay open to new insights on ways to embrace opportunities and improve your circumstances. Consider fresh ideas. Don't be rigid about doing things your way or the way you've always done it. Feel free to go with the flow of creative ideas and even head in a new direction. Thanks for listening this week. Take great care of yourself and have an amazing week. Follow this podcast to get new shows as soon as they're released. It's free to subscribe. I hope you enjoyed today's Monday moment because dissolving fear and doubt is enjoyable and so rewarding.